Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and joining me on this episode is James Brogan, CEO and co-founder over at Pep Talk, a leading employee engagement platform. James is passionate about the impact that teams and managers have on employee engagement and has been the driving force behind the development of the Pep Talk team experience platform. With his cousin Bernard, James founded Pep Talk after recognizing the need to use the lessons that he'd learned in sports and make them transferable to the workplace. In sports, teams invest money, time and energy into the team dynamic, and he believes Pep Talk will help create that same team experience within organizations. James trained as a solicitor and holds a Bachelor of Commerce from UCD and a diploma in sports law. This guy's done it all, basically. Uh, prior to Pep Talk, James was managing director of Legacy Consultants, a company he co-founded, which is now one of the leading sponsorship and communication companies in Ireland. And James is also an advisor to a number of startups. A bit of an overachiever. What a guy. Hey, James, welcome to the show today. Hi, Bill. How are things? Yeah. Uh, thanks William, for the time uh, to chat today. And uh, yeah, obviously, there, it's been a, an interesting couple of years uh, from my own career to obviously sitting here today chatting to you all around pep talk, team culture. Uh, so delighted to, to get a couple of minutes to chat in more detail about it. Well, beyond my reintroduction there, James, why don't you start by taking a minute or so and uh, introducing yourself. We'll get into pep talk in a minute, but introduce yourself a bit more and t- tell our listeners anything else about your background that I may not have mentioned there in the intro. Yeah, no worries, Bill. I suppose like, I, I probably at this point would consider myself like the an, an entrepreneur at heart. Um, I love, um, yeah, I love building businesses. I love the dynamic nature of business. I love working with people. Uh, I love seeing people improve and obviously very lucky at the moment to be in an organization that is not only obviously focused on, you know, obviously there's a, there's an internal piece that we work on in terms of getting the best out of our team and ensuring that team experience is as good as possible. But also then I suppose working with other organizations and as you touched on at the start, I've been lucky enough to be exposed to, you know, high performing sports have seen, I suppose the, I mean, the interesting thing about high-performance sports teams tends to be when they when you when you break it down, there's probably a couple of principles that are are really core to their their achievements, and I think they're very applicable to 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 business and to teams within business as well. And the the number one thing is probably they don't happen by accident; they happen very much by uh, design and and proactivity. And I think what's happened post kind of COVID and the pandemic is there's just this need now for organizations, I think, to really think about and proactively engage with making their culture as good as it can be and making their people as, as, you know, realizing the potential of their people. So I think, you know, that principle around great teams not happening by accident is something that, you know, I'm sure it resonates with your listeners, but when you think about your own organization or your own business, and are we really been intentional about that? And we really been proactive about that? And kind of ultimately, what are the things that people are doing every week, every month to build that culture? I think that's where maybe some of the gaps and maybe some of the 
sort of reflection that organizations in our world, I guess, are having right now. Um, because I think people are, we're all a little bit different, I think, coming out of the pandemic. And I think the need to really put our arms around what do we mean by team experience? What do we mean by culture? And how do we actually bring it to life? So yeah, passionate about sports, as you can see, but also ultimately now passionate about taking some of those lessons. And we work with a lot of global companies PayPal, Northern Trust, um, started working with Jacobs Engineering recently as well. So a ton of different organizations, lots of different challenges, but actually lots of similar challenges as well, as you can imagine. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. Excellent. Thank you very much. You, you touched upon the mission of Pep Talk in your answer there, but uh, why don't you expand on that a little bit for us? Pep Talk, I understand, is a team experience platform. That's a pretty snazzy title. To, tell me what that means to you, but I'm going to challenge you, James, to do it in 60 seconds or less. Go. Very good. Yeah, no, listen, at its heart, to, to break it down, build team experience about is, is ultimately about what does it feel like um, on a Monday morning in the organization and what has the organization done on their team in the previous week to kind of support and build the habits and behaviors that are going to make you feel part of something bigger than yourself. So team experience is ultimately habits and behaviors that drive that sense of connection. And I think emotional proximity, which is again, big word, but it's ultimately about how do we, the idea that whether we're in the office or at home, it's, that's one thing, but it's actually that's the proxim, you know, proximity and emotional proximity are two very different things. And I think that's really what people want now. They want to feel part of something. They don't necessarily want to be in the office every day, but they want to feel part of an organization. So really all Pep Talk does is help organizations put habits and rituals in place for a manager to do because he's very, very important for creating that culture and connecting you to the organization. And then ultimately with data and insights, we can help organizations to understand what is the habits and behaviors that are happening on a monthly basis that Pep Talk kind of provide? And then, you know, what sort of interactivity and engagement that we have across the employee community on a monthly basis? So, yeah, it's all about habits and behaviors, Bill. And I think um, team experiences, traditionally organizations have looked at employee experience, which for me is very much around the individual. The team is piece is, is, is my interconnectivity with my colleagues. And that's really important because that's what gets that sense of belonging. That's what creates the environment for me to do my best work. And I think for a long time, employee experience is, has been the focus, which still remains a really important piece. But the team piece, I think, has become really important in the last number of years. And team experience is ultimately a phrase that we have coined that represents that dynamic and something we're very passionate about. And I think a lot of organizations are very interested in. Once in a while, an event series is born that shakes things up it makes you think differently, and it leaves you inspired. That event is Disrupt HR. The format is 14 speakers, 5 minutes each, and slides rotate every 15 seconds. If you're an HR professional, a CEO, a technologist, or a community leader and you've got something to say about talent, culture, or technology, Disrupt is the place. It's coming soon to a city near you. Learn more at disrupthr.co. Let's focus uh, for a moment specifically on on the uh, the hiring part of the the employee lifecycle, if you don't mind. How important yeah. do you think it is to, to that hiring process, James, that candidates can see that a potential employer invests in tech that will ensure high levels of employee engagement? I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think in our experience, 
the question that's been asked routinely, it's table stakes now is, you know, well, what's your culture like? What is the experience like at work? I think that's the challenge that candidates are giving to organizations. And I think that's where, you know, traditionally maybe we, we walk our candidates around the, the office hall or we, we show them all the great stuff they're going to get for free and all this sort of stuff. And we have tended to maybe, you know, not necessarily get to the nub of what culture is. And I think um, right now it's about, what actually happens on a Monday morning, as I touched on, what is the ritual, the activity that's going to make me feel part of this organization? Because what's, you know, that's just that, you know, for culture for us is just about a behavior and a habit. So I think for the candidates to know that this is what it's going to be like, this is some of the things that your manager is going to do with you on a monthly basis. Here's some of the activities you're going to get an opportunity to be part of if you want. And if areas such as connection, burnout, um, teamwork they're the type of um, areas that they'll be asked on a monthly basis using pet talk whether they're concerned or not about those areas and then we're going to be able to intervene so I think it's really a really strong piece of an employee value proposition to be able to say here's some of the habits and behaviors that your manager is going to get involved in here's some stuff that the organization is going to lean into as well because then you can touch and feel it and I think that's the challenge for organizations now when it comes to culture there's, it's easy to talk about it. It's a lot harder to do. And I think, as I said at the start, intentionality about culture and proactively doing things is really what I think employees are now looking for, in particular um, younger employees as, as much as anything, because um, they want to know that the experience they're coming into is one that's going to be enjoyable ultimately and they're going to feel part of something. Um, so very, very important. And I think it's the difference right now between, you know, I think candidates are making decisions around that in terms of, um, who they want to become a part of, uh, and and alter, also, I think people are making decisions about leaving organisations because of the lack of these type of things. So I think it's a you know it's it's very very important right now. Okay, so as I mentioned in the intro, you do also have a, a sports background. And by the way, there's something of the uh, the Irish Zinedine Zidane about you. You look a bit like Wes Houlihan, Norwich City's best ever player, in my opinion. Uh, regular listeners of this show will know that I'm a Norwich City fan. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, based on your sports background, James, talk to me a bit about which elements you are keen to be included in the new platform. Um, yeah, well, I suppose as I, as I touched on um, earlier on, I think for me... Um, as I say, great the, the idea of great teams and the idea that um, the platform would enable one. I think the really important piece is is, is how do we build trust? Um, high performing teams are built around trust, and I think what we wanted to for this platform to be was to enable um, basically human conversations built to be had. So we're we're able to talk to. Um, the idea of vulnerability being a core part of what makes up a great team, that a manager is going to be able to check in with his team on a monthly basis. Because from a sports context, you know, the idea of it's easy to, to read the dressing room and you kind of go in and you get a sense of that dynamic, whether we're for this or not. I think for an organization, for managers and teams, the ability of, of this check-in functionality that we have allows them to get a sense and begin to get a sense of reading the room, whether we're in the room or not. And I, I think that creates a really good starter point and an insight that we can then drive into um, action programs and interventions. But it's very hard to design interventions without understanding your, your people and your team at a human level. And I think that's where 
we can talk about performance management and those areas. They're very, very important. But what underpins all of that is that sense of trust and camaraderie at a human level. And I think that was probably the piece that we really wanted to get right here was to ensure that the, the product would enable those type of conversations to happen. And in particular for the manager population, uh, who I think are underserved a little bit. There's a lot, a lot asked of them. Um, and maybe they don't have the same level of support, be that technology or otherwise, to help them in their roles. And increasingly, I think they have an important role in connecting employees to the culture um, and also how employees feel about coming to work. You know, there's, there's great stats right now to say, I think they're, they're just as important as your, your spouse or partner in terms of how you feel. Uh, so they're enormously um, important, I think, for... Yeah, just that sense of well-being and happiness that I get from work. So they need to be supported, and I think that's probably the main area that we really wanted to zone in on in the in the product coming from our sports backgrounds. So you've already got a whole bunch of cool brands using the technology. Uh, are there any any use cases that you'd particularly like to highlight in terms of how they're using Pep Talk? Uh, I believe, for example, your team were keen for you to mention Mitel. Yeah, the Night Owl is a great, I suppose it's a great example of um, an organization who, you know, big technology company um, in the States and really, yeah, I mean, at, at its core, they, they, you know, the business restructured, um, how they were operating, their operating model changed, uh, the shift work and the times with which people were working changed. And uh, over a number of months via, as I say, the insights we were driving from our check-ins, there was just concerns around burnout, disconnection with work, home life was beginning to suffer. And one of the interventions we designed um, was this idea of the night owl, which was again a, a, a programmatic intervention designed by the behavioral psychologist, uh, behavioral psychologist that work with us to intervene and sort of quickly get after this challenge with burnout that was happening as a result of this change in business, the business environment with which the employees were operating in. And thankfully, Bill, over the course of a three-month period, we, we began to address the burnout. We got some really good stats around people feeling better about work, feeling less burnt out, better connected with their colleagues. And the Night Owl, which was delivered then via the product into the platform so people could consume various pieces of content and supports via mobile app and also on their desktop. So it was a great way, as opposed to, if you, if you can imagine, Bill, if Pep Talk weren't there, what happens is that problem gets worse. It gets worse and worse and worse. There's no insights or data that comes back to the organization. And then people begin to either get sick or they leave. So that's the idea of giving an early warning system and a sort of a, uh, a leading indicator into something that may happen down the road and churn the problem with churn or attrition is it's kind of in the room and now you got to get it, get it out of the room where the idea of these type of kpis is they become really important for for helping organizations to address these issues um before the fact and i think the night out is a great example simple but a great example of where pep talk can really drive an insight quickly design an intervention and you, you kind of begin to stop the rot at source and it doesn't become almost in theory this isn't it just doesn't become a, a hr issue it's kind of dealt with through our insights and then enabled and driven out through the technology and supported them by the managers who are obviously provided with a level of insight as to what's happening on their teams and then they're given some toolkits and interventions as well that are separate to their teams so it's yeah it's a really uh you know, dynamic way, I think, of, of solving issues. And I think 
again, that's what organizations need now. They don't need another annual survey. They need dynamic, you know, something that's much more dynamic, that's able to intervene as, as the business world unfolds. And that's the thing. I mean, when the business makes changes, Bill, that ultimately impact on people's engagement and well-being in the organization, performance will suffer unless we address that. And I think that's a really good example of a business change that's impacted people's ability to perform at their best that ultimately uh, we resolved. Uh, so yeah, very proud of that one uh, and, and many more as, as well. So the, uh, the proud Canadian that I am these days, I, I was trying to tap you up before we uh, hit record here to check out Toronto, which I think is a fine, fine city. But I understand that you're, that you're moving to the US, which I, I hear is not a bad market too. And in fact, you're in New York today as, as we record this interview. I'd, I'd love to understand a bit more about what's next for Pep Talk and, uh, and why you're going to be based in the US on the go forward. Yeah, I, it's a great question. I suppose we, we opened an office in, in um, the US, Bill, just, just, just in January, actually. And I, I kind of have now kind of moved myself uh, to the US. So obviously getting, getting to know the culture here and uh, really enjoying it, I suppose. Uh, and, and in terms of why we're here, one, I suppose, are we've, we had some customers such as PayPal, et cetera, that were already based in, our, in, in Ireland where we set up the company and, and they kind of pulled us over here. So that's obviously one great way to enter a market is where your existing customers are bringing you with them. Um, there was also, to be honest, some, some customers that we had an expansion opportunity here with. So we had already worked with them across Europe and the US was the natural next phase of that journey so again we needed to you know accelerate our ability to deliver in the US and, and support that so that was I suppose the second kind of real driver of the move and the third piece I guess is is the, the size of the market the maturity of the market uh, I think we are in a sweet spot in terms of the current world of work and the challenges organizations are facing and I think there's an appetite I think right now Bill for organizations to innovate and do things differently and look at technology such as pep talk as a different approach to engagement and a different approach to the employee experience. Um, so yeah, it's a very, um, it's a very interesting time, I think in the world of work. And ultimately I feel the U S represents a great opportunity for us to, to, to really, yeah, to, to ultimately grow the business. And thankfully in the last number of months, we've, we've already, um, signed up a couple of new customers. Our pipeline is strong and we are going to be hiring over here as well within the next six months. But, uh, Canada hopefully will be on the horizon in the not too distant future as well, um, because I think um, yeah, there's lots of um, lots of opportunities here across a number of different sectors. So um, yeah, really excited to, to to I suppose get going and um, looking forward to the next number of months. How can we connect with you? So maybe maybe that's uh, LinkedIn. Maybe you might want to share your email address. Maybe you're super cool and all over TikTok and places. And of course, how can folks learn more about Pep Talk? Yeah, totally. So yeah, probably um, email james at peptalk.com. Be delighted to chat to anyone. I'm not on TikTok, unfortunately, so I'm more of a, a LinkedIn man, I suppose. So yeah, I, I post regularly, I suppose, around team dynamics, culture, leadership development there, Bill. So hopefully um, some of your listeners might get a little bit of value from some of the, the, the areas that we're, we're focusing on. And obviously on the website, you know, if people are interested in learning a bit more about our product in terms of the journey we bring organizations on from those insights I've spoken to there all the way into the action programs that ultimately drive the change. Um, feel free to kind of book a demo potentially on our website or, or ultimately just email me directly and, and we can set it up from there. But um, yeah, hopefully there'll be a little bit of interest from today that we can uh, 
help people understand that little bit more around the product. And yeah, I suppose the impact we're making across the board right now when it comes to engagement, attrition, and ultimately business performance. So thanks, Mill, for the time today, Bill. And this is, there will, of course, as always, be links to, to James's LinkedIn profile and to the company in the show notes. So fear not if you're pencil brokers, you're trying to jot all that down, you'll be able to find it there instead. James, that just leaves me to say for today, this has been a pleasure. Thank you very much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Bill, thanks a million. Take care. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.